This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Wrestling Roundup on FreeFM, RFM, and NPR. As always, I'm Grady, and live on Skype, we've got Josh. Hey! Uh, this week, we are going to start off our show with a big focus on NXT Deadline. Uh, at this point, we've got five matches announced for it, couple with special rules, couple with some uh, main roster stars. There's a lot to talk about, but let's open up with the singles match, Isla Dawn taking on Alba Fire. It wasn't that long ago we were talking about, this is Alba Fire's time. And then Isla Dawn came along <laughs> <laughs> uh, and kind of blew that up quite fairly literally. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I've, um, I've, it's yeah, a it's a one. case. Yeah, it's a case of. I almost feel like they have to put Isla Dawn over here, just because she is the newbie to the division. Hmm. It's a weird one because, like, it feels like Alba Fire is just never getting anything right. Like she's losing to Mandy Rose multiple times, and she comes out and now. Isla Dawn beats her. There's just no winning with her. I will say this. This also feud also feels like it's been rushed a bit. Um, That's all circumstances with having to do with the fact that they only had a couple weeks to build to this event. Mm. So go figure on that one. Um, I feel like this may be the first in a series of matches between them. So it may not be a clean win. That's true. It definitely doesn't feel like this is going to be a one-and-done feud. Um, like, these two have already been fighting if we go back as far as uh, NXT UK. Um, so, they're no strangers to each other. They they love a good fight. Um, but now we're over here on the main NXT. Most people probably haven't seen uh, at least a lot of what Isla Dawn can do. Um, and so, yeah, it's practically a brand new feud stateside. Yeah, so I I think that this is a probably something that does two or three matches, and they up the stakes every time um, for the each each rematch, and I I think this ends up being an Isla Dawn win, but but probably by dirty means. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, I don't know which match to talk about next. Let's go for the tag team championships. Uh, they are on the line pretty deadly. The current champions, uh, Alton Prince, Kit Wilson, they are going to be going up against, as announced this week, none other than the best tag team in the last 10 years. Yeah, the New Day. Uh, they are definitely setting up pretty deadly for a major run once they come to the main roster. Because this is what, their third main roster opponents? Hmm. Since they won the tag team titles. Um, and you don't get much bigger than the New Day. They've got me wondering uh, if the New Day might win this. Yeah. 
I mean, it would it's the New Day is the one team from the main roster that'd be like, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> um, simply because they have the notoriety, they are, as you said, arguably the best tag team in the last ten years. With the only argument against them <laughs> being the current champion Zusos. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, I mean. Uh, if Pretty Deadly does pull it off, that is going to be one heck of a feather in their caps. Yeah, I, I like when they were setting this match up when they came down to NXT to challenge them that uh, they both sort of took a bit of an older school. Both of the new guys took a bit of an older school approach. Uh, Xavier Woods looking quite like his NXT self. Um, just like, I don't know, a little Easter egg there. Um I- I don't know, man. Are the New Day going to be the new NXT Tag Team Champions? I want to say no, just because I think they are really are trying to build the Pretty Deadly up as possibly being like the next major tag team for a division for an overall division on the main roster that doesn't have a lot of depth to it. Um, I think that would be a fantastic idea, and these two. These two have charisma that works for their characters. I'm very, I think this could be arguably match of the night because I, because simply all four workers can work. Yeah. It's and, got all the parts required for yeah, sure. Yeah. It's just a matter of chemistry between the two teams. Um, but I, I'm all for it. Hell, I would be a, an, a, all, all for it with this being an Iron Man match between the two tag teams. <laughs> Give them an hour. <laughs> let them go. Um, and let them have some magic. But I think we'll get a good 10, 15 minute match. And I think at the end of the day, Pretty, pretty Deadly will retain the titles. I'm going against you. I'm going with at the end of the day, against all sensicalness, the New Day are holding the NXT Tag Team Championships. I don't know how we get in there. I don't know how it makes sense, but I'm putting the new day down there uh, with some titles. Well, it, would it, give the, it would give them an accolade that the Usos don't have. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. It would just another feather in the uh, already like well feathered cap of the new day. Yeah. Um, but we will have to wait and see what the future for the NXT Tag Team Championships are. Let's talk about the slightly more predictable NXT Championship. It is Bron Breaker as the champion defending against Apollo Crews. Finally, are get you really? Shot. Are you really sure about that? <laughs> are you about to predict an Apollo Crews win? I'm about to make an argument that it could happen. <laughs> um, I feel I don't know what it is, but the the vignettes of Bron Breaker the last few weeks have really made me think he's sleeping on Apollo Crews. It's made me think that he's not maybe taking the championship as seriously as it should be at this point in his title reign. And when that happens, slip-ups happen, and the unexpected happens. And I feel... And I... Well, I think Apollo Crews is not the right guy to beat Braun Breaker, it is entirely possible it could happen. 
Now that you've laid all of that out there, Brombreaker retains <laughs> uh, <laughs> to take on the winner of the Iron Survivor Challenge. Yeah. Um, but that's, I guess, like the the likely outcome, much like how with the, the NXT Tag Team Championships, the likely outcome is pretty deadly just retaining. Um, but yeah, maybe both Breaker and I have counted out Apollo Crews. Yeah, it just, it does, it just, something has felt off about the going fish in Braun Breaker that just makes me think, I don't know, it just makes me think they're setting Braun up for the fall. Mm -hmm. Whether it's to Apollo Crews or to whoever wins the Iron Survivor Challenge, I do think they are starting the road the Braun Breaker losing the NXT Championship and then eventually showing up on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I just double-checked. Braun got the title in April of this year, so he's had it for about 250-odd days. And, um, and he had, had it for, like, uh... Another 64 uh, first, before that, yeah? Yeah, he had it, like, uh, for two months going into 2021 uh, to begin with. Yeah, he won it on so, Jan 4, and then he lost it for a month to Ziggler. So, he's pretty much held it for 11 out of 12 months this year. Yeah, so essentially, if he does win this match, NXT is essentially, unless they hold the title match between now and the end of the year, going to have the same champion that starts here as it will end. Hmm. If you want to exclude the four days that Tommaso Champion was champion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see. I can see like you know, Bron Breaker's got to lose it eventually. It's been a year. Um, what are we going to see from the guy? I don't quite know, but I don't know. Apollo Cruz just doesn't inspire me as the person. Maybe Apollo Cruz will be the wake up call, as you say, like he is uh, taking it not seriously. Like this will be closer than it should be. Um, maybe it gets him to focus up before the Iron Survivor Challenge winner comes towards him. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I find it hard to bet on Apollo Crews. To be fair, I've been saying that for most of his WWE career. Yeah, I'm just going to say, while I agree with you, I think Bondbreaker wins the match, I will not be surprised if Apollo Crews wins. Okay. I will be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting them out. Alrighty, well, we're about 10 minutes into the show. Uh, and I'm going to go into our entrance theme this week, just so we have a good amount of time to talk about those Iron Survivor challenges on the other side without feeling rushed. Uh, you've picked Eric Bischoff's theme. Sometimes I ask you why, sometimes I don't. Is there a reason this time around? Oh, it's simply because I heard that, uh, because uh, William Regal's returning to WWE. <laughs> <laughs> he's back, and he's better than ever.
Back first, I'm out upon free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, I'm Grady. He's Josh. Which one do you want first, men's or women's? I think the women's is simpler to talk about, so we'll go with it. Alrighty, women's Iron Survivor Challenge to determine the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship. It will be between Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, Kiana James, and. Indy Hartwell. As a reminder of how the Iron Survivor Challenge works, it starts off with two wrestlers in the matchup, and then every five minutes afterwards, another wrestler will join until everybody is present. After the last uh, wrestler enters, there is a predetermined time limit of how much longer the match can go. Uh, each time a wrestler scores a pinfall, a submission, or uh, is the cause of a DQ, uh, a victim of a DQ. They gain a point. Uh, anybody who is pinned, submitted, or disqualified must enter the penalty box for 90 seconds. And the winner of the match is the wrestler who scored the most points at the end of the time limit. Does that sound complicated? Oh, yes, it does. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, But at least we will say this. It gives more points to to the, the build-up to... All, everybody being in the match versus what we just went through with war games. That is true. The match because is underway least, from the start. Yeah. Because at least the action that happens in the ring up to th- that point could matter. <laughs> um, so on that standpoint, I'm okay with this. Uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. I don't think it'll happen in this match, but I want it. I would love. At some point, one person single-handedly pins or submits everybody in the match to force them all to go to the penalty box. I just think that would be hilarious. It wouldn't make any sense, but it would be hilarious to watch. And and just to see somebody standing in the ring for 90 seconds with four people crowding (laughs) whatever box they decided to create for the penalty box. Yeah. (laughs) Um, To me, that's the rule that probably... I don't know. There's a couple here, right? Obviously, the the concept of an iron person match isn't crazy. You know, you've got mm-hmm. 30 minutes, you've got an hour, most of the end wins. And the concept of a scramble match, you know, five people in the match and they're all trying to pin and submit each other. And in that case, there was a temporary champions, but a similar sort of concept. And that one, you wanted the last pinfall and this in an iron person match, you wanted the most. Um, it, it feels needlessly complicated. Having people enter on time points, um, or even the penalty box, but I'm, I'm not gonna discount the match because of those rules. Like, I'm not gonna immediately think it's gonna be just poop. Um, but I do think that even if you just simplified it down to a five way iron person match for 30 minutes, that those would still be great matches even without all the additional bits and pieces. Yeah, and I think maybe this is a concept they can maybe tweak for if they decide to do it again next year. Mm. Is maybe use these matches as like test fodder so they can figure, okay, this works, this doesn't work, let's get rid of this, let's expand on this, 
let's try this and this and this and see if it works next year. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think it should have just been a straight up, maybe a 30 minute scramble match with most pinfalls wins. Um, and just be an Iron Man match as a scramble match. But I guess they kind of wanted to make it unique to some degree. So I'm fine with it. Um, that said, I think because Mandy Rose is the champion. And isn't defending her title, so as yeah, far as we're aware, yeah. we'll be who the winner of this faces. Yes. I think the winner will end up being Roxanne Perez. Yeah, I think looking at the options, um, I, I feel like you're right. Cora Jade obviously wouldn't be hidden after Mandy. Keanu James, still a little green for me. Uh, Indy Hartwell isn't taken super seriously at the moment, so it would have to be Stark or Perez, and alignments-wise, Perez works way better. Yeah. Zoe Stark, I mean, just literally turned heel like a month ago. Mm. Um, So, yeah, it just doesn't fit there. Um, So, yeah, I think this is just another way to get Roxanne Perez another shot at at maybe finally being the person that brings down Mandy Rose. Are we saying it again? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um... We said this last it's, time Roxanne went after her. Yeah, of course, we didn't expect a broken skateboard. Um, so, go figure. Um, but yeah, I think it's pretty much just a slam dunk that this is going to be Roxanne Perez's match. Um, just because I don't see anybody else in the match lining up against Mandy Rose. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's definitely fair um, when you look at it. Mandy Rose being the champion does kind of lock you into your possibilities of what you can and can't do. Um, uh, yeah, she is kind of the only person here that would uh, make a lot of sense. Your outside shot on Indy Hartwell, but even that's like a 2% shot. It's uh, it's not a very high chance for sure. Uh, so I'll agree with you. I'll go Roxanne Perez, uh, despite... You know, having Cora Jade there hitting up against her. Uh, men's match. Same rules. Uh, number one contendership for the NXT Championship on the line. Either Braun Breaker or Apollo Crews as the champion. Uh, Carmelo Hayes going up against JD McDonough. Going up against Grayson Waller. Going up against Joe Gacy. And his entire crew uh, going up against Axiom. Okay. This, I think, will be... The match that knocks on the door for the tag team championships, if as far as match of the night, because I think all five of these guys could really do some special stuff mm-hmm. in this match. Um, and I think this is the possibility where there could be multiple people in the penalty box simply because I think I could see somebody just rattling off pins for a couple pins. Mm hmm. Um, no way am I going to get all four guys in the panel that I want, but, um, I could definitely see maybe, uh, just from a random thing, like Carmella Hayes pinning Waller and Gracie at some point, and then both being in the penalty box. Um, I think we will see something absolutely insane by Axiom. Of course. Because I think that's his role. I think he is the Sheldon Benjamin of this match. Um, or Kofi Kingston, if you would depend on how you want to, on what era of WWE ladder matches you want to use. Yeah. Um, 
even though this isn't a ladder match, I just think there will be some big spot that he will do at some point in the match. Um, I think with this match, it's kind of the opposite situation we had in the previous match. There are legitimately four guys that could win this match. <laughs> Axiom's got his uh, work cut out for him. Yeah, because he's a face. And the others are heels. And our champion, as far as we are concerned, because we believe Bond Breaker will retain, will be a face. And that kind of... The, the way this match is built up with the people in it? Yeah, it kind of does say Bond Breaker's going to retain. So... So it comes down to me, which of these four people would I be most interested in seeing take on Braun Breaker as champion? Can I guess where I think you're going? I f- I would say it's probably going to be a slam dunk. Okay. Um, it's hard, though. I, I got two that I feel like you're going for, because you have always been a real vocal supporter of Joe Gacy. Um, and he has been getting a bit of momentum with the stuff he's been doing lately with his crew, um, expanding that group, figuring that all out. And the other side of it, though, I feel like we've been talking about it for like six months of Bron Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. And so I got a feeling you're leaning on Hayes. I am leaning on the Hayes, on the A champion. I think this is the match that sets him up against the NXT champion and lets he, and gives him the chance to truly validate his claims of being the A champion. He keeps uh, saying I, Yeah. I mean, I like JD McGraw, but he's had three matches against Braun Breaker. And while his character is built in such a way that it legitimately does make sense for him to get another shot, I kind of don't want to see it. Um, Grayson Waller, I love. I don't think he's ready for an NXT Championship match. I, as you said, I do. I love the character and everything about Joe Gacy. But much like JD McGull, he's had shots at Bron, at Braun Breaker. Of course, it was much earlier in this run, and I wasn't really fully established yet. So, for me, it is all about Kamel Hayes. This is this match. I feel like was built for him, and I think he'll start the match. I think it'll be him and Axiom starts the match. Um, And I think he will absolutely show up, show out. And at the end of the day, when the final second ticks away, Carmella Hayes will have the most pins and submissions of anybody in this match. And whatever event that uh, Tuesday event or premium live event that they decide to have next to have the title on. He will make a serious gra- run for that championship. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I think out of everybody, you've made great points and, and pretty much echoed everything that I wanted to say about all the competitors. Um, I think the biggest blocker in Carmelo Hayes's uh, shot here would probably be either a babyface run by Axiom. I don't think he'll win. I think he'll come just shy. Um, or the numbers game from Joe Gacy. I do think those numbers are going to play into it. Um, but ultimately, as you say, Carmelo Hayes, he's been calling himself the A champion when he had that North American championship. He doesn't have it anymore, but we always said he was going to lose that title and head towards the NXT championship. And if someone's got to take it from Braun, Carmelo Hayes has money written all over him. I will say this. I bet money 
there will either be a pinfall that decides Carmella Hayes as the winner in the last 15 seconds, or, or as you said, maybe Axiom will have a situation where he could get the pin to tie Carmella Hayes, but runs out of time. Yeah, some sort of last minute thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm very interested in this match simply because these five people in this match create that interest. Their stories create this interest. I'm so, and I think Carmella Hayes is primed and ready to go. And I think he will be the next NXT champion. And it could be a matter, and it's just a matter of weeks between now and whenever they hold the event that Braun Breaker finally is broken. Alrighty. Well, that is what we have for NXT deadline coming up this weekend. Uh, we've got about ooh, two minutes left in the show. Uh, just to quickly throw these out there. Uh, SmackDown, we were talking about the potentially weak women's division. They decide to add back Tegan Knox. Uh, to much fanfare. And by fanfare, I mean none. <laughs> I... Yeah, I mean, it's a case where it's just like, everybody knows SmackDown doesn't care matter. And when it comes to the women's division, and unfortunately, it just may, this whole situation also just makes your girl Emma and my girl Satsuki look like idiots uh, and have to be saved by Tegan Knox. Yeah, it's uh, it's a rough one at the moment. Um don't quite know what is happening. Obviously, Emma, Tegan, we, we are getting a lot of people coming back in this Triple H regime. Uh, does feel like some of them are just going into a pit. Like, Emma has come back with absolutely no direction uh, whatsoever. Uh, Lacey Evans in this division is off getting rebuilt as well. So, I don't know what is happening. SmackDown Women's division is a real just confusing mixing pot at the moment of what they actually want. And then the belts being held hostage on Rousey, who, you know, I don't see Emma or Knox or Liv or any of them beating anyone time soon. Yeah, so I do feel it is just a matter of time that everything builds to Shayna Baszler mm -hmm. versus her. Um, You know what? I'm calling the shot. Do it. Shayna Baszler wins the Women's Royal Rumble. There you go. That's how you get the match with with Ronda Rousey. You do it at WrestleMania for the title. Why not? Hmm? Well, we are quickly running out of time. We will talk more about the Raw Women's Division, which I did want to grab, but we will do that next week. Um, we do have Bailey versus Alexa Bliss to find the number one contender next week. Um, but yeah, that is all we have time for this week. It's been great talking to you. Bye, B. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling R&D upper, our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D upper, our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, and we will catch you next week.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.